0: That's uh, uh, this my sound, let me bring that down just a tad. And go ahead, you talk.
1: Uh yeah. Hello, Ernie Suggs. One, perfect. two, three, four, five. Perfect, perfect, perfect.
0: So um I'm just I'm recording this, but I'm gonna cut it all off. Um so we got you on to talk about um the tabletop book, um and also your um um you know your memories, your thoughts on um, uh, Ambassador Young celebrating mm-hmm. ninety years. I just got off the phone with um, Billy Payne and and uh, had some interesting um, comments from him. Um, so uh, and then also. Ambassador Young's ninetieth coincides on March fifteenth. WSB Radio celebrates a hundred years in broadcasting. Um, so, if at the end of this you want to say, "Hey, this is Ernie Suggs, happy hundred years," whatever, um, that would be cool too, because we'll be just using those as drops. If you so partic- if you want to participate. Okay. Okay. So um, welcome to Word on the Street. I'm on the phone with Ernie Suggs, um, great writer for the AJC. He hates my politics, but um, (laughs) when we see each other, we do clap each other on the back and give each other the traditional African-American male greeting, Um, but I appreciate you coming on the show, Ernie.
1: Oh, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you uh, calling me, although... um your politics are kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate you bringing me on the show.
0: Not a problem, my brother, not a problem. And I've always uh, uh, respected your writing um, and everything you do. So um, uh, there, there is that mutual respect. We can disagree on the politics and love each other beyond that. Um, you have, we're celebrating Ambassador Andy Young's 90th birthday party, uh, mm-hmm. or birthday coming up, and um, you have a tabletop book coming out. Tell us what it is and, and why you decided to do it.
1: Yeah, it's called The Many Lives of uh, Andrew Young. It's available uh, pre-order now on Amazon, and the book will come out on March 29th. And basically, you know, I've been working for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution for 24 years now. And uh, so I've been covering Andy Young for 24 years, but I've also been covering race and civil rights and culture here in the city. So, you know, Andy Young was that book that I guess I was always um, born to write because he is such an iconic figure. He's been uh, an overwhelming presence in my life all my life, pretty much, since uh, basically since 1977. So he's always been someone that I've kind of looked up to. And, you know, as a journalist working for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, you kind of look for these outside opportunities to do things, to write books or articles or magazines or do television or what what have you. And I thought, hey, you know, Andy Young is a perfect person to write that book about. So uh, I decided to do it. He agreed. Uh, it coincided with his uh, 2022, with his uh, 90th birthday. So that was a perfect tie-in, a perfect way to get the book released uh, right around that time. So it all worked out perfectly.
0: When you say The Many Lives of Andy Young, describe the book. Describe if I go pre-order, what am I looking for to come in the mail? What will come in the mail?
1: Uh, what's going to come in the mail is a beautiful um I forgot how many pages, like maybe 200-something pages, probably about six-pound book, a coffee table book, and it's a beautiful book. We, uh, Donald Bermudez, who's the designer who worked with me, who partnered with me, uh, he and I found some amazing photographs that have never been seen before, amazing documents that have never been seen before, um, you know, test papers, um, uh, composition books from college, from Howard University, things that have never been seen before. But I think what readers are going to get out of the book is, is the reason why we we called it The Many Lives of Andrew Young, is because he has had so many different um, eras in his own life. You know, he was a preacher. He was a graduate of Howard University and thought he was going to be an Olympic track star. He, uh, he was a civil rights icon. He was a United States ambassador. He was one of the first, he was in a class of the first black uh, United States, uh, members of the United States House of Representatives um, since Reconstruction. He was the mayor of Atlanta, and the mayor of a big city, and he brought the Olympics to Atlanta. Now he's a philanthropist and kind of living his life out, giving money away and doing good things. So, if you take any one of those "quote unquote" lives, yeah, absolutely, each of those can be a book. Each of those can be, you know, enough achievements. For anybody, but he's just done so many things. I didn't even mention he was a United, States, United Nations ambassador representing the United States of America, which is, you know, we look at, you know, the, the, the black woman now who has that job, and we don't even blink, but we have to consider that in 1977, Andy Young was the first black person to have that job. So, you know, he's always been kind of a trendsetter. So, I think the readers are going to get kind of get a really good look at who he who he is and how his how all of these different parts of his life kind of meld together.
0: What's amazing, um you said something when you said he thought he was going to be an Olympic track star mm-hmm. from Howard only to become pretty much the driver in bringing the Olympics to Atlanta, which we see now was the major reason why the region is what it is right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he um, he grew up in New Orleans as an athlete. So he ran track, he played baseball, he played tennis, uh, he swam, and he went to Howard to um, to to do all those, to do all, to, basically to swim and to play. Um, to run track. So he trained for the night. He thought he was going to be on the 1952 Olympic team. However, you know, he he went to Howard to become a dentist and he didn't want to become a dentist, which is what his father was and which is what his brother Walter is now. And he decided that he wanted to do something different. And he had an epiphany from God to say that you need to go into the ministry. So he changed that course. However, you know, sports and athletics has always been a part of his life. And, you know, by growing up and meeting Ralph Metcalf and meeting Jesse Owens as, as, as a kid, that that Olympic spirit was always in him. So when he had the opportunity as the mayor, as amazing as this opportunity was, you know, it was like, hey, you know, why can't Atlanta, this southern city that I moved to uh, 25 years ago in 1961, when it was still, you know segregated why can't this city be an international city and host the olympics so he had that vision and he followed through with it and he made it happen based on the fact that he always wanted to be an olympian
0: that's amazing it uh it do you you know i i um do you see the god in all of that as i do when you told that story about having the epiphany having got hearing God tell him to become a preacher and then going back to how you described his life do you see the god in all of that as as many will
1: I do because he sees it because you know even I sat down with him yesterday um I spent the the morning with him yesterday doing some stuff and talking to him and you know before he and his wife went out to lunch and he does he still sees that god in 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 everything he sees what how God has blessed him with 90 years. You know, his grandmother, his parents uh, all lived well into their 90s, so he's been blessed with good heredity. Uh, His brother, uh, Walter, I think is 87 years old. Uh, so he's been blessed, and he will tell you that he's been blessed, and he's li- lived a good life, a healthy life. You know, he's, you know, remains active, uh, and he sees that, uh, you know, and, and, and when I say that he he had an epiphany and God told him to go into the ministry, it's not that he had been on a path that was not uh, faithful so he wasn't doing anything you know he wasn't drinking or smoking of or, you know mm-hmm. corralling you know he was you know he up in new orleans he was still going to church every 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 sunday and still going to bible study on wednesdays however he he, what, 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 what God told him at that time was that, what God confirmed to him at that time was that he really didn't have his heart into science. He didn't really want to be a minister. I mean, he didn't want to be a dentist like his father. And so he looked for another path. He saw another path, uh, and, 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 it, and, and he literally climbed a mountain and saw God and climbed down the mountain and said, I'm going to divinity school.
0: That's amazing. We're on the phone with uh, Ernie Suggs, AJC reporter, who has a new tabletop book coming out March 29th. It's uh, you could pre-order it now on Amazon, um, and it's on the life. The it's on the life of Ambassador Andy Young. Say the title again, Ernie. Uh,
1: the many lives of Andrew Young.
0: And um, so let's go back to <clears throat> you. Twenty-four years at the AJC. You mm-hmm. covering um, uh, Ambassador Young. What is the the one thing that you have seen consistently out of Ambassador Young um, over the 20 years? Uh, Not, you know, we know the civil rights stuff. Many, you know, we know the mayor, the the, the, uh, congressman, the Olympics, all that stuff. But what is the one kind of that uh, je ne sais quoi, as they say, uh, value or or trait that you've seen in him that many people may not know?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, I think people know it, that he's a, he's a, you know, he's a good guy. You know, that's, I think that's one of the things that people that, you know, even, even now as we're going towards his 90th birthday and I'm hearing all these interviews and seeing all these interviews and talking to people for some of the profiles that we're doing for the paper, that he is a genuinely nice guy. And one of the things that I kind of talk about in my author's note in the book is about how consistent he is, how, you know, he's always there to answer my phone calls. He's always there to give me advice. You know, he's always there to give me a story and, you know, one of the things that we talked about yesterday, there was an episode of Good Times that came out in 1977, in which Andy Young was mentioned in Good Times. You, you know, for your listeners, it's a great black sitcom, and he was mentioned in there as someone who's oh, not hold, afraid. Hold to, up, Ernie,
0: Ernie I got to stop you right there. Okay. My, my <laughs> listeners know what Good Times is.
1: <laughs> okay, all <right>. go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. That he wasn't afraid to. Say what he wanted to say, you know, you know that's that's in 1977 that he's been that he's being talked about like that, and that's right before you know he was, you know he was this is after he had been a senator while he was UN UN ambassador, and we know that he as an ambassador and as a as a congressman, I'm sorry, he was not afraid to open his mouth and to say things, and I found that to be the case now in my 24 years of covering covering him, he is going to say what the truth is. Uh, whether that makes you uncomfortable or not. And after he finished saying that, he's going to go ahead and go about his business and move on you know he's not holding any hard feelings. He's not mad at anybody, you know. And I talked to his daughters and they said, you know, one of the things about him, you know, they would ask, you know, why are you still friends with that guy or why do you still talk to this guy or blah blah blah. And he said, you know, it's just it's just life, you know, you just got to move on. You can't go around one of the things that his father told him that he can't you can't go around being mad because if you go around being mad, then you're going to lose your head and you're going to make irrational decisions. And I think what I've learned from him and what I've seen from from him in the 24 years I've covered him is that he makes rational decisions because he has been able to keep his head that's in a lot of in a lot of ways
0: that isn't wow that isn't an, that's an awesome answer my brother um i am gonna cut what I'm getting ready to say now cut this part out but can you just restate that beginning of the good time story because I inadvertently hit my um Space bar, which paused the um, interviews. I don't want to clip that because I think that was very important. So just kind of restate, um, you know, the, the start of you starting to tell the story of good times and I'll tell you when to stop.
1: Okay. Uh, so, so one of the things about Andy Young, even going back as far as 1977, is that he has always spoken his mind and always been able to tell the truth as he sees it. And that was even recounted in a 1977 episode of Good Times, the television show, the, the, the great black sitcom, where he was mentioned, you know, Good Times has always tried to be socially relevant. And he was mentioned as someone who was not afraid to speak his mind as a black man. So when you're, when you're able to recognize that as far back as 1977 covering off the fact that he had been a, he had already been a civil rights leader and he had already been President. a United States uh, member of the House of Representatives and at the time was in the United Nations that's a very powerful statement that was made you know, some 40 years ago that still translates today.
0: My man, I appreciate you. Um, finally, before we let you go, um, tell people where they can pre-order the book. I'm going to go do that today. Um, I might have to get a couple copies um, for some, my mom and my house. Uh, mm-hmm. But tell us where we can pre-order the book um, and when it'll be available.
1: Yeah, well, you can pre-order the book at New South Books. That's the publisher of the uh, of the book, New South Books. Um and you can also get it on Amazon, of course. Um, on March 15th, Andy Young and I will be speaking at the uh, Jimmy Carter Presidential Library.
0: What time uh, is that?
1: At 7 o'clock. Okay. Uh, so you can come there. you got to register to do that. You can register on the Acapella Bookstore's um, uh, page, and uh, they're going to have books there. And um, so you can purchase a book there before um, March 29th.
0: And that's March 15th at the Jimmy Carter Center? Yes at seven o'clock
1: at seven o'clock yes
0: uh question mm-hmm. um that day at lunch I like this I'm gonna cut out too um, but I'm at- just asking you this question if you can think about it and work on it for us that day at lunch 12 o'clock I say lunch 12 o'clock noon on March 15th WSB will have a big luncheon. We're celebrating. That day will be our 100th day of straight broadcasting, 100 years of straight broadcasting. So it's our 100th birthday party. Um, and, and and we're kind of melding the two events together. Um, you know, I am. I am not... We okay. Shelley uh, Winter and Word on the Street. We're kind of melding the Andy Young ninetieth and the WSB one hundredth years. Um, that luncheon is it possible at any? If we can, even if I purchase it myself, I don't mind doing that. If I can get a book early that we can possibly raffle off or 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 give away that day at our luncheon.
1: Uh, I'm sure you can. I mean, you might want to talk because to, the the books don't come out until the twenty so I don't even have a. Physical copy of it I just of, your, have of your own book. Gotcha, um, <laughs> gotcha. And the Acapella book is going to have those early ones, but uh, you may want to talk to um um Lord Amanda, Amanda.
0: yeah oh, man. okay, I'll yeah. talk to Amanda yeah. and um and see if she can put me in touch with, Even if I got to run over to Capello books earlier in the yeah, morning yeah. and pick yeah. it up and come by, that's yeah. fine. But um, man, I appreciate you, brother. Um yeah, and, and When
1: is this going to uh,
0: come out? Um, we so what we're doing is. <clears throat> this was about 14, 13 minutes after I chopped down all the ancillary stuff. Um, What we're going to do is I'm probably going to pull out the beginning first six minutes or so when you Mm -hmm. talk about how you came to write the book and, and, and and about Andy Young's past about, and then, the real powerful part to me is when you talk about all he's done, okay. um, because, like you said, any number, any one of us would want to be a U.S. Uh, a U.S. congressman. That would be the highlight of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This guy, when you put it the way you put it, and I never thought about it like that. This guy has lived. A, the it's a Wonderful Life movie, yeah, um, yeah. And so, so I'll probably clip that part out, and we're gonna play that next week. We're dropping one one interview a day. Uh, you, oh, Billy okay. Payne, uh, Miss Young, uh, Andrea Young, um, and then I interview Mister um, Andrew Young, and then we're gonna drop that on Friday probably. So we're gonna drop them each night. Um, I could probably tell you just that way you'll be able to listen. Um, probably do yours Tuesday. Okay. All right. We'll probably do Billy Payne Monday, do yours on Tuesday. And if that changes in any way, um, um, you know, I'll let you know. But what I'm also going to do, if you want to, when I clip this down and shorten and cake everything out um, and clean it up, I'm going, and when I say that, Um, please don't think I'm talking about cutting out stuff or manipulating it yeah Yeah, Yeah, gotcha Um, 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 but when I cut it down and everything I'll also I'll email it to you um, before we air it Um, that way you have it for your records or whatever you want to use it as Um, but it'd probably be Tuesday I know we're not on the air Monday I mean Wednesday because that's the SEC we carry Georgia basketball and that's Mm -hmm. the first game in the SEC tournament is Wednesday so we won't Mm -hmm. be on air Wednesday so we'll probably have to double up um, do one one of the nights there will be two interviews airing
1: okay because i
0: interview we have five billy Payne, yourself andrea young mr young and then shirley franklin okay all right and so we'll double up so i I would say probably tuesday and it'd probably be quick it'll be you know just a quick hit and then we direct them to our website to listen to the full interview
1: okay all right well just let me know and i appreciate you uh, having me on
0: not a problem ernie keep up the great work my brother god bless you all right bro All 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 right